and on smart speakers. Live and local across the Ribble Valley. Ribble FM News. Ribble FM Weather. Cloudy with sunny spells to kickstart your Friday with highs of 21 degrees Celsius. Uh, Going to be sunny into the early part of the evening as well. We're down to a minimum overnight of 15 degrees Celsius. Top hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show on Ribble FM.
Good afternoon and welcome to Lancashire Live with me, Ruth Telford, and I have my favourite person at Ribble FM, and that is Maureen. Hi, Mo, how are you? Oh, shucks, you're embarrassing me again. Oh, do you know what? You deserve it, you really do. <laughs> I'm so pleased you're here because we're talking today about nice things in the garden, but also yeah. a bit vineyardy, aren't we? Well, well, yeah, why not, Ruth? Why n- yes, not, indeed. Why n- not? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I, I've just I've just got to tell you about this. It's nothing to do with gardening or wine, but um, I um, I used to run a book club. Yeah, and we met in a wine bar. Too so right. so we called it reading between the wines. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I love that. Do you like, do you that? like reading more? I love reading. Yeah. Yeah, I have to, I read every day. Do you? Yeah. When I go to bed, my relaxation is reading for half an hour before I turn over and go to sleep. Wow. I've I've got have to read. Do That's, you? So yeah. do you not just say that you're really shattered? Do yeah. you not um pick your book up and your eyes are just closing or are you like, I'm loving this so much that I will stay awake for at least half an hour yeah. and I might stay awake for an hour if it's that good? Yeah, it's the latter. Is yeah, it? Because I'm a real... Um, there's um, there's a lovely song in German, because you know George, my husband, he's German. Of course. And there's a lovely... It goes back ages, but there's a song called Ona Krimi Gate de Mimi Ni Inspect, which means um, without a, um, a crime novel, Mimi, i.e. me, yeah. doesn't go to sleep. Really? Oh, so that's, that's me. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker, absolute sucker for um, crime novels, but not the blood and gory ones, no. I like, um, you know, Vera and Shetland have been on TV. Uh-huh. Anne Cleves is the author of those books, and they're brilliant. Really? And I'm also working my way through um, another author called Ellie Griffiths, and she's done a whole series about a forensic archaeologist, really? can you believe? It's, they're so good. I was playing a forensic on Monday. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, Socko, I had all white on, a mask and everything. You couldn't see me for love no money, but <gasps> I got the money and I enjoyed the love, so... Oh. <laughs> Well, what more can you ask for? Absolutely. <laughs> right, so we're going to come back and we're talk- going to talk lots of nice things then, aren't we? I've been on my own. I've been on my own for a while. I've been putting off. Giving someone else all my time. Maybe I should go. Maybe I should give it a smile, grip my teeth and bear it. Oh, it's been a while. Didn't even really wanna go. I'm much better on my own. No, I just wanna go home. Cause baby, I'm not the best. Boy, you're missing out on that zest. I don't think I'll be taking that quest. So I'll be swiping on to the rest. Darling, I'm not one for bad breath. Pull that yellow stain on your vest. Yeah, you're really not pleasant my test. So I'll be swiping on Know what I deserve. I deserve the whole damn world. And if you can't provide it, then I'ma keep swiping. And maybe I should find my Romeo. Oh, but I'm way too good at being alone. And I didn't even really wanna go. Much 
Maureen, I really want to talk about vineyards because let's face it, we're in the height of summer mm-hmm. and we have had, mm, what am I going to say? We've had a hot <laughs> and a wet summer so far, haven't we? Had a lovely yeah. June, absolutely. Cracking the flags. And then July, not so. And now we're back in August and it's looking good. So... At yeah. the minute, although it's, I don't know, the forecast is a bit... Um, I, I think it's a bit up and down. Isn't it? A bit Def- iffy, yeah. but hey, you know, this so, is Britain. <laughs> isn't it just? So how does this affect the vines? Well, it, it's funny to say that because um, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, it was actually English Wine Week. And it may surprise you to know that there's quite a number of vineyards producing vineyards in England and Wales, believe it or not. Not as far as Scotland, as far as I know, but there is a vineyard um, over near... um, What's the... um, What's the town where they... they, did um, last the summer wine? Oh, that's 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 good, isn't it? Links in with that. Oh, <laughs> Holmfirth, Holmfirth. That's, that's Yorkshire. Yeah, Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. I thought you were thinking of Wales. I'm going to go no. around. Oh, no, so, sorry, <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were a mind reader. Yeah, you know, really. no, so, not sorry today. about that. I'm go, I go off on the tangents. You know what it's like. <laughs> well, no, perhaps you don't know what it's like. Yeah. But anyway, um, so at Holmfirth, there's there is a vineyard. And you can actually go and visit. And they've got a lovely restaurant and you can even stay. They've got B&B as well. And it's a productive vineyard. They actually produce substantial amounts of wine that they sell. Um, And, you know, the vineyards are creeping ever further north. Which is wonderful. But to be fair, we have been getting better weather, haven't we? Yeah, well, it's down to climate change, of Mm. course. Because the word on the grapevine is... I had to do that one. I'm sorry. You really did. Oh, I I've... thought it was my job to crack oh, the jokes. No, been, You're the I've intelligent been... one and I'm the silly one. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I've been building up to that. I thought, I've got to get that one in. Brilliant. I love um, it. So with climate change and, it, you know... The climate change, there are deniers out there, but it is changing, whether it's whatever view you take, climate is changing. Um, And so gradually we're getting, relatively speaking, warmer weather, um, and it's going to affect the vineyards in France, for example, and Italy, because their weather's getting warmer as well. And and some of the great varieties that they grow in um, Bordeaux, for example or Burgundy, the weather's going to be too hot for those great varieties. So it's shifting ever further north, So it's which is great for English wine, and it's really burgeoning at the moment. I mean, the main band, if you will, is across southern England, so Kent, Sussex, Hampshire, well, down into Cornwall, of course. Let me tell you. Oh, have you been to a vineyard I there? have. Well, I've been to the restaurant of a vineyard Ooh. in West Sussex, yes. which is where my son lives, <gasps> and... It was absolutely beautiful, and I can't remember the name of it, but oh my days, the wine was amazing, yeah. as it would be. The food was incredible. Yeah. The approach was incredible. Everything about it was just beautiful. Oh. Where, where, whereabouts, what town was it near? Because you know, as you know, I'm from Sussex originally. So, uh, a little bit south of Horsham. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll Google it when yes. we go to a break. And um, Not Bolney, was it? Don't think no. so. I feel like it started with an S, but I'm not sure. Uh, no. Can't think off the top of no. my head. No, but honestly, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I've been there and done that, which I'm really pleased about. Yeah. So, Home Firth are doing something similar. Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. and I don't think that many people know about it, but no. it's well worth the visit. But of course, the further north you get, it depends on the grape variety. But there are grape varieties that can cope with the weather that we have can here. Can I have an example of what we can cope with up north? Uh, there's a really good one called Bacchus, believe it or not. You know, Bacchus, the god of wine, but it's actually a grape variety as well. Uh, and there's another one called Madeleine's something or other, and I forget exactly what the rest but there are great varieties but down south um what's interesting is they're planting the grape varieties the three main grape varieties that champagne is made from <gasps> which is why english sparkling I wine knew you had a, is get brought so you for a good <laughs> Because yes. they're using exactly the same grape varieties. Um, but, of course, they but can't call it champagne because course. it's designated to the to, champagne region. Yeah. But the grape varieties are the same. And they make it in the same way as champagne is made by what's called the traditional method. So if you see English sparkling wine made by the traditional method, and it'll have it on the label somewhere, if not on the front label, then on the back, I can pretty well guarantee that that will be as good as, and in some instances, better than champagne. Because I remember it was um, a few years back now... um, I can't remember, perhaps it was even five or so years back, they did a blind tasting in Paris of sparkling wines, including champagne and English sparkling wine, which was just coming on to the sort of mainstream, if you will. Mm. Um, And the experts did a blind tasting, and guess what? We won! The English sparkling wines were better than champagne. Wow, can you believe it? Yeah. More... Let's come back in a bit and talk proper champagne yes. and English sparkling wine. You're on. Oh, my days. I wish you brought a taster. <laughs> top hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show on Ripple FM. Now, you could choose the familiar popular colours for your new kitchen. Classic whites, contemporary greys. Or you could go with something altogether more adventurous with Ramsbottom Kitchen Company. Like Spitfire Blue, Botanical Green or even Cove Blue. Choose from timeless traditional wood designs or modern handleless kitchens. We have whatever you desire and all with a 20-year guarantee. And of course, we always offer you our free design and planning service. Ramsbottom Kitchen Company. Just search ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk. Live, love, eat. Sweat-drenched torsos, skimpy vests, leg warmers, growling strongmen, catwalk models in pastel yoga pants. Nope, it's just not like that here at Clitheroe Leisure. We're more about how you feel, not how you look. An uber-friendly bunch that welcomes you every visit. We have gym and weight room, indoor classes, new fully refurbished changing rooms, sunbed, sauna and steam room. And our team are here to help you all the way until you feel at home. Visit Clitheroe Leisure on Chapburn Road and with lots of free parking, come and have a look around and a chat or visit clitheroleisure.co.uk for more info feel awesome feel great feel the buzz at Clitheroe Leisure taking pictures or video with your phone want to take your passion to the next level UK Digital has been a leading photographic retailer for the last 20 years and yes we are based locally in Clitheroe come and see one of the team at UK Digital for friendly professional advice on all aspects of photography and video our showroom is open weekdays, so you can see, touch and try. And with internet prices, there's no need for you to chance it online. UK Digital, your local store with internet prices. Visit ukdigital.co.uk. Hey, when was the last time you visited Mittenfold? 
It's been a while, hasn't it? Did you know it has new owners that had a complete luxury refit from top to bottom with all new bedrooms, suites, restaurant and function rooms? Finalists of Lancashire's Hotel Wedding Venue of the Year 2021 and Lancashire's Hotel of the Year has made this hotel the hottest new place for weddings, christenings and parties of all kinds. Add to that a fabulous dining experience with their top chef and you have the perfect venue for your celebration. Visit mittenfold.co.uk or come in and visit to see it with your own eyes.
so as we know more it is the Clitheroe Food Festival this weekend oh yes and um, I mean really I hope they get a good day tomorrow I really do because mm. it should be very very busy and do you know the, there's going to be um, a flyover from the Red <gasps> Arrows really yeah at one fifty six. Precisely. Yes, because they'll have to be yeah, precise, won't oh gosh, they? Yeah. Clear the airways and everything, as yeah. I say. Um, but uh, it's weather permitting, mm, so let's just keep our fingers crossed for that. Oh, now so. then, a little link with food always comes wine. Yeah, we were talking champagne region in France. <gasps> yes, um, but we were only brushing over that because what we're really talking about <laughs> is the beautiful British grape. And um, how we can have sparkling wine. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming, is it at partially the cost of champagne? Or does that vary? It, it does vary. Mm. Um, and I think it, it's like any other brand, if you will. Right. You pay yeah. for the name. Yeah, of course you do. Marketing's um, key, yeah, key isn't it? Dare I say it? I'm going to say it. Say Some it. people can be a little bit snobbish mm. when it comes to wine. Yeah. Um, in fact, some people could be a lot snobbish. Mm. So you'll go along, even in the supermarket, you say, oh, champagne, that's got to be better than English sparkling wine. But not necessarily so. Mm. So what, what I sort of urge people is to, you know, next time you go to one of our local supermarkets... Yes, and we um, have a few. We have a few. Yeah. Um, but there are a, a, a couple in particular that do stock English sparkling wine. Would one of them begin with a B? It would, and yes. it ends with an S. Yes. <laughs> so the next time you go to that particular supermarket, yeah. there are other supermarkets available, oh, of, of course. course. Um, have a look out for an English sparkling wine and give it a go. Now, one, one thing that I have to say here, that um, if you compare an English sparkling wine with other sparkling wines you'll see that it's more expensive and it costs more to produce because i think one of the things that people forget that you know something like a prosecco which you can get at just about any supermarket now you for can get it on tap no. so i mean next to nothing is, yeah um but the way that prosecco is made is much less labor intensive than the way that English sparkling wine or champagne is made. And a lot more sugar. Yeah, and that's where the cost comes in. Mm. It's with the labour. Is it? Because you'll often find as well, particularly champagne and English sparkling wine, it's not mechanised. They haven't got grape-picking machinery. Um, it's all hand-picked. And those those people have to be paid, of yeah, course. Of course yeah. Whereas a lot of the, dare I say, cheaper sparkling wines um, aren't made by the traditional method like champagne and English sparkling wines. They're made by what's called the tank method um, rather than in the bottle. Um, and often um, those sparkling wines, the grapes, have been um, uh, harvested by machine. So, of course, it's, it's bound to be cheaper to produce those yeah, so you know if you want something for a special occasion look out for a nice english sparkling how wine. will i know that it is a, an english sparkling wine that it, are all english sparkling wines like champagne as far as i know although having said that i think there's a couple of vineyards now winemakers that are going into the non traditional method um but the the thing to look for it is on the label because they'll be proud of the fact that it's made in 
the traditional way so or by the traditional method. So that's going to be on the label somewhere. So if you see that made by the traditional method yeah, or hand-picked or, or yeah, whatever yeah. It, it's going to be it, it's going to be made in the same way that champagne is oh, that so is that's so the thing to look out for isn't it and as i said before a lot of the um in fact the majority of english sparkling wines are made with the same grape varieties as champagne so we've got chardonnay pinot noir Pinot Meunier, they're the three main champagne grapes and they grow particularly well in the south of England. Wow. So Bob's your uncle. Isn't it just? And to be honest, it's hardly any distance from northern France anyway, is it? Well, it's actually, it's funny you should say that because um, the geology of the Champagne region, if you imagine there's um, a belt of um, chalk-based strata that goes under the English Channel. And guess where it comes up? White Cliffs of Dover. The White Cliffs of Dover. (laughs) The South Downs, all across Kent, Sussex and partly into Hampshire. So the geology is very, very similar to that in Champagne. Incredible. I've got to to give you this one as well. Go on. I don't know if you, you... You may remember, Ruth, but, you know, I'm a little bit older than mm-hmm. you. Way back there was... I think it was on the radio, in fact, I'm convinced it was. It was Kenneth, good old Kenneth Williams. And he did a programme, and I wish I could remember the character he played. But uh, he was a gardener, and he always said, the answer lies in the soil. <laughs> and it does. It does, with absolutely. just about everything. Isn't that incredible? Right, so I've had a message from my daughter-in-law saying that, um, do I mean Whiston Estate? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, so that's... I do mean, I knew it had an S in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know it. And it's beautiful. I've, I've never been there. Absolutely stunning. And I think they've made it very trendy and beautiful. And uh, mm. it, it, it's on the pricey side of, mm. you know, mm. but it's definitely worth a visit, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Good. Isn't it good? Right, well, when we get back, Shall we talk more wines? Why not? Thank you. 
in the little break that we had about wine tourism. So this is a thing now, is it, then? It's becoming more and more so because, um, like everything else in horticulture, agriculture and now viniculture... Is that what it's called? (laughs) viniculture. (laughs) It's great. Yeah. Um, There's this aspect of diversifying. You have to make the most of what you've got. Of course you do. Um, Or they'll build on your (laughs) land. So we don't want that, do we? No, we do not. So um, particularly down south, I keep saying down south, because that's where the majority of English vineyards are. It's fair enough. We're always slow to catch on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, again, it's the climate. Anyway, um, but the diversification with with many... um, setups like this it is the key so you've got your vineyard you're making the wine why not attract people to have a vineyard tour to taste the wine afterwards and inevitably i don't know about you ruth but whenever i go out somewhere i'm thinking about my stomach <laughs> to be honest i'm doing that right now yeah <laughs> and i'm thinking where can we have lunch where can we have a nice cup of tea and a mm, piece of cake yeah. or a glass of wine yes and and so you know a lot of the vineyards um are putting in tasting rooms for example and cafes or even better restaurants and some of even diversifying into bed and breakfast so, you know, you can actually yeah. stay on yeah. a vineyard. Like the one you said in exactly, Holmfirth. Exactly, Holmfirth. Mm. And that reminds me, actually, I'm going to digress a little bit here. Cause as we do. As we do. A few years ago, well, many years ago now, in fact, oh, no, I'm not going to say how many years ago. I was lucky enough to go to Australia and we went to the Hunter Valley and we stayed on a vineyard there. And it was the most fantastic fantastic experience it was self-catering but they provided you with a little goodie box mm. and free wine and it was the you don't most, need anything else do you? oh it was <laughs> just fantastic so i think that sort of 
thing is is catching on in in England. Well, now. this is the world over, isn't it? Now we're all sort of copying ideas off each other, aren't we? And yeah. why would you not? If somebody's got a great idea, you know, yeah. it's there it, to to take, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you know, I think the key is you, you have to do it properly. You have to get a name for yourself um, that makes it worthwhile. That, so that, you know, you're booked up for the season. And it attracts all people. your wine tours are booked up. Yeah. You know, all your vineyard tours are booked up. Mm. And that and that is happening, yeah. which is great. I think, you know, it's brilliant for viticulture in the UK. So on a vineyard tour, what sort of things are you... How do they do one? Well, they'll, they'll sort of take you around the vineyard, come rain or shine, so you really? have to, yes. Yeah. Um, so they'll be talking about the sort of training system that they use for the vines because uh, the majority of vines that you see um, are on trellises. You know, they're straight rows. Uh-huh, I've seen them. Um, and that makes it easier for husbandry, really, you know, looking after them. So they'll talk about the training systems. They'll talk about the variety of grapes that can be grown, which are the most um, productive, for example. They'll be talking about pests and diseases and how they manage those. Um, And, yeah, just a general getting a feel for it, really. And they'll also go through the process of how the wine is actually made, you know, how it gets from the grape into the the glass that you're mm. drinking with your afternoon tea or you know <laughs> or, or dinner that evening yeah so you know if anybody does have the opportunity to go on a vineyard tour it's well worth it and it's not that expensive it really isn't uh, and and uh, vineyard owners are a bit like gardeners they're so keen passionate to tell you about yes. what they do well it's like they're children isn't it really yeah. you know exactly. so they nurture them don't they yeah yeah absolutely mm. and so you know they'll they'll talk about what happens in the spring and the you know the pruning and so on and then the harvesting which is you know the 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 big event when is harvest um in this country it will be sort of september into October, yeah. so weather dependent, like everything else. Um, but generally speaking, it will be sort of September into October. But certainly, you don't want it frosted, right? So, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now then, because we have had a very, very wet July, mm. is this going to scupper all the vines, or is it going to enhance them because they've had natural water? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know we've had a lot of yeah. water. I, I don't. It, I don't think it's the well, the rainfall, of course, and, and you'll end up with things like um, botrytis, which is a, a fungus, um, a bit like, not like mildew at all, but it's something that can affect vines, which in some vines is a good thing, um, but in other vines, it's not. Um, so the weather hasn't really done any favours. However, I did read in the newspaper a couple of days ago that, and we're back to champagne now, so it's champagne, sorry, that actually it doesn't look bad for champagne production this year. Well, that's good because we don't want the prices going up more, do we? Exactly. So, but of course they've had, you know, better weather than us during July. So uh, it's, it's one of those, it could be touch and go, 
But last year, certainly, again, I was reading in the paper not that long ago that last year was a very good year for production for English wines. So you get good vintages, you get bad. And it's not just in English wines, it's worldwide. Really? Wherever wine is produced, there'll be good and bad seasons, good and bad vintages. Of course, there will, won't there? Mm. And I suppose when one person's struggling, another uh, another vineyard somewhere else in across yeah. the world will be doing absolutely fine and dandy, exactly. won't they? Swings and roundabouts. Of course it is, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. Don't know much about geography Don't know much trigonometry Don't know much about algebra Don't know what a sliding rule is for But I do know what it one is two And if this one could be with you What a wonderful world this would be Now I don't claim to be an A student But I'm trying to be For maybe by being an A student, baby, I can win your love for me. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, Top hotel, top chef. Top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show on Ribble FM. Now, you could choose the familiar popular colours for your new kitchen. Classic whites, contemporary greys, or you could go with something altogether more adventurous with Ramsbottom Kitchen Company, like Spitfire Blue, Botanical Green, or even Cove Blue. Choose from timeless traditional wood designs or modern handleless kitchens. We have whatever you desire, and all with a 20-year guarantee. And of course, we always offer you our free design and planning service. Ramsbottom Kitchen Company. Just search ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk. Live, love, eat. Do you have lower back pain, joints hurting, or are you recovering from an injury or operation? Clitheroe Cryo has already helped numerous people alleviate these and many more symptoms. So, could cryotherapy be the solution you're looking for? Located at Clitheroe Leisure and featuring a state-of-the-art cryo chamber, you could expect to recover faster, speed up metabolism, and clear up acne, psoriasis, and eczema. And the benefits don't stop there. Cryotherapy. Give it a try and see improvements after the first session. And discounts available for multi-session bookings. Get in touch via our website, clitheroe-cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages. Whether you missed a couple of items or need a full set, school uniforms are what we do best. And we make it so easy. All our stock is in a display, organised in school order, size order and easy to reach. 
Plus, we have plenty of stock. RVS have been supplying all local school uniforms for over 20 years. So come and see us behind NatWest Bank or visit our website at rvsschoolwear.co.uk. favourite wine is a Pinot Grigio and mm. I'll tell you why because I'm a bit of a lightweight <laughs> so I like to drink it with ice I know it waters it down I'm pathetic it doesn't matter no. you drink what you like yes yeah 
I also like the heavier wines, I call them heavier, like the more yellow wines are too heavy for me and I feel that <sighs> I can't drink as much, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> but um, they're just too strong yes. for me. Um, am I right or am I wrong or am I crackers? What am I? Yeah, yeah, you're not right. No, you're not wrong. But yeah, I am yeah, crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even crackers. Really. No, I always say, I always say with wine because, uh, as you know, um, uh, it, it, one of my guys is I'm a wine educator, and yeah. people often say, well, you know, what's the best wine that you can drink? It's whatever you fancy. That's it's it, it's such an individual thing. So I mean, you love Pinot Grigio, and that's there's some cracking Pinot Grigios out there. Um, and people often say, well, you know, what's your favourite wine? It, it whatever I'm drinking at the time, basically. <laughs> it's um, yeah, and it a lot depends, I think, on the context yeah. in which you're drinking wine. So you said about the, you know, some of the white wines that you've come across, they're just too heavy. Yeah, you know, they're almost almost you know, sort of lemon. It, it, not even lemon. They're no. almost orangey and you know, really yellow very so you know that will depend on the grape variety we keep going back to the grape variety i know so can i use a chardonnay for an example yeah so a chardonnay for me is very very orangey yellow right right so are they all like that or is it just the ones i buy no chardonnay is one it's an international grape variety so i'm so i'm getting on my soapbox go for it girl you normally do (laughs) 10 years you're ready for this yeah anyway uh, so chardonnay is an international grape variety which means that um it's pretty you can find it pretty where anywhere in the world where wine is grown because it's very very versatile so i reckon some of the chardonnays that you've come across have been um grown in a, a warm climate a hot climate and they've um been in contact with oak you can get um, there's an oaky flavour, almost yeah, a smoky flavour too. Flavor. Yeah, I like it in red better than white. Yeah, well that's that's all down to the winemaker, and the reason why Chardonnay is so versatile is because you can do just about anything you like with it, really. Can you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people say, oh, I can't stand Chardonnay. I, ha- I did a wine tasting, actually, not that long ago with a, a, a WI group. Yeah. Um, and it was really interesting because at the beginning of it, I said, OK, um, can I just do a straw poll now? Hands up. Uh, who who here doesn't like Chardonnay? Me. <laughs> and, you know, a good, oh, about a third of the ladies put their hands up. Oh, no, can't stand mm. Chardonnay. So I said, oh, just, you know, bear that in mind. And as we went through the wine tasting, I did actually have a Chardonnay. And um, it was a very light one. Um, it was unoaked. It was made in a cool climate. Um, and it was totally different from what people conjure up in their minds as a Chardonnay. Because to be fair, sorry, Australia, but Australia hasn't done us any favours with a Chardonnay right. because you get some really quite heavily oaked Chardonnay. This is where the wine, after it's fermented, is in contact with um, oak, either in a barrel or with oak staves or oak chippings. It adds an extra flavour to the mm. wine, if you will, which sometimes works brilliantly other times it's just too much so i think the ladies who didn't like the chardonnay had been in you know 
um, subjected, shall we say, Me. to that mm, sort of Chardonnay. So I actually, t- we had in the tasting um, a very light, um, very crisp, lemony, mm, very faint stone fu- fruit tasting Chardonnay. And it was lovely. It was spot on, quite acidic, but quite light. So after we'd done that tasting, and we did it with cheese, yeah. so it, it alters the flavour when you have cheese. But anyway, they tasted the wine. So I said, um, OK, uh, how many of you actually liked this wine? And I think all but, what, three or four put their hands up? So I said, OK, those who didn't said they didn't like Chardonnay, of those ladies, did you like this wine? And they all put their hands up. And I said, um. you've just drunk Chardonnay. It's all down to the way that the wine is made when the winemaker gets their hands on on the grapes after it's been fermented. So so going back to the original question, what's my favourite wine? It's really whatever I fancy at the time. Yeah. What you know how to choose. Well... I know how to choose for me yeah. and, you know, people do say, oh, what would you have with? And I, you know, you can suggest things, yeah. but everybody's palate is different and it all depends, like I said, you know, what you're, what you're drinking it with because right. the flavour of the food affects the flavour yeah. of the wine. Now, you just said it ch- cheese especially yeah. changes. I want yeah. to ask you about that in a second, but I want to tell you my little story. Oh, go on. <laughs> you know I love a Greek island. Oh, yeah. And my favourite taste on earth is a meze. Yes. So lots of different tapasy type mm. things as, as it is in Spain. Um, you know, your satsiki, your chickpea fritters, your oh, hummus. God. All the garlic, the pita, everything. I'm drooling here. Oh, yeah, gigantes, you know, the beans in the tomato sauce, beautiful fava, which is split peas, Mm. all of that, just a bit of everything, and the most delicious uh, white wine, Mm. just house white wine, which is grown on the mountains, (laughs) I swear, and the sunshine, obviously. Yeah. It is the nicest compilation of flavours in my mouth that I can ever e- express. Yeah. Better than a Sunday roast. <laughs> exactly. And you know, you've just made a really good point there, Ruth, because if you're eating, say, um, Italian food, yeah. find out where that original recipe came from in Italy and find a wine from the same region because they've grown up together. Right. Same with Spain. Same with any country, really. Look at that. what people there eat and the local wine, what the great variety is. And in that way, you can't really go wrong. No, no. It's true. It really Mm. is. So tell me about cheese and wine. Yeah, cheese and wine. The cheese and wine, it's it's a really interesting phenomenon because the wine tasting that I did with the cheese, we we tasted the wine first, assessed it, you know, do we like this? What does it taste of and so on? Uh, And then we tasted... A piece of cheese. Yum, 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 yum. Lovely. Taste the wine again. And it transforms the wine. Isn't it incredible? So That's your mouth doing all that, it, isn't it? It is, because it, it, the receptors in your mouth and your nose, actually, mm. can have a real impact on how things taste. And, and each of the cheeses that I chose went, in my opinion, with the wine that I chose. So... In fact, their wine was enhanced by the flavour of the cheese. Oh. But you can get some where you think, oh, that is not a good choice. 
Um, and a lot of it is just down to trial and error. Yeah. But, you know, some, some things naturally go together. Goat's cheese and Sauvignon Blanc, for example. Oh, okay. um, or a Chardonnay, lightly oak Chardonnay with a strong cheddar, for example. Really? You know, something like that. Mm. Um, so I want to come to one of your trees in oh. mind. <laughs> I really do. Oh. I think you should start doing them every month or something yeah. and sell tickets and let people <laughs> just come and play. Yeah, that, actually, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I really do. I think, well, it's your passion, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, you I, love I, it. One of mine. One of yours, and you have many. Maureen Little, thank you so, so much for this wonderful afternoon i've loved it this lunchtime it's been brilliant um just wish you would have brought your wine and your cheese with you but i'll let you off i really will um we're looking forward to the food festival at weekend aren't absolutely. we tomorrow yeah, yeah so that should be fingers really crossed for the weather oh fingers crossed absolutely but thank you so much for spending the hour with me i've loved it excellent and um i will speak to everybody else next week chin chin
106.7 FM, streaming from our website and on smart speakers, live and local across the Ribble Valley, Ribble FM.